Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two friends, one man, one woman, hanging out and watching the show Terrace House Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thanks for listening to this final episode of Terrace House Talks. <gasps> I know, where we'll be discussing the the series as a whole and the castmates and a few other fun things. But yeah, this will be our last episode. Um, we mentioned this a bit last time, but we decided uh, not to continue our analysis of Terrace House Talk or our analysis of Terrace House as a podcast um, and just kind of end as Aloha State ends. But we do want to kind of have one final wrap-up episode, which will probably be a little bit more fun and kind of overall uh, impressions, but I think it should be a lot of fun. I don't. Well, you can go. I'll just do this on my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our fans have stuck through <laughs> with us all this time. That's true. Um so I guess the first thing, speaking of the fans taking all this time with us, mm-hmm. is uh, one thing we were kind of talking about um, as we've been recording is kind of how this podcast has affected our relationship and how our relationship has in turn affected this podcast because... Um, that it's made me dislike you more? Is that, is that what you want to <laughs> that, talk about? That, I mean, could you dislike me more? <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do that, but... but... Somehow we managed. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, actually, that, uh, you know, as we recorded this podcast, we developed a romantic relationship. <laughs> um, so we started dating in May. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we started, of course, recording last January, February, and so... When we started this, it was it was just as friends, and then we started dating, and like we weren't, I don't know, for I don't know, we've talked about this a couple times, like whether mm-hmm. we wanted to like mention that on the podcast, and yeah. <laughs> we didn't because it felt kind of self like congratulatory well, or self. We were like, just started dating. That's also true. Right, like, it puts a lot. It's and putting it out on the was... internet forever. <laughs> yeah, and then it was a while mm-hmm. until. We actually like okay, we're official yeah. significant others. So when you when you're just like starting to date, you don't want to be like, oh yeah, and look at we're in a relationship, and then like a month later, oh well, we're not anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was just something that kind of was was interesting. But then as we, uh, so I don't know if listeners saw any difference. I wonder if that's the case, but yeah. uh, but. If we started being a little bit more, I don't know, snarky, but also anything else, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> well, and clearly, you're still as mean, if not meaner, to me than you were beforehand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I also, you know, I had to distract the the listeners from our obvious chemistry. Yeah, well, you know, I can disparage you. To, help even it out it's <laughs> true obviously it didn't work because almost every review uh or mention that fans have given us have mentioned our good chemistry so it just clearly it was too uh <laughs> too powerful <laughs> for us to hide <laughs> but it, the funny thing was like as things came up we started talking about especially with taishi like we started talking about mm-hmm. what we would do in similar situations in dating as we were seeing each other and as we've been seeing each other and yeah, we just kind of had some like weird, like side glances of like, 
you would do that as opposed to you did do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I saw it. It happened to me. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Which kind of makes you want to go back and listen and yeah, laugh. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go through the whole probably 40, 50 hours worth of it. But um, but if you want to, listener, feel free. Go ahead. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, we did have to cut out parts of of our recordings that's true where we just got too flirtatious mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just making jokes yeah exactly all sorts of things <laughs> um but yeah so that was something that that we kind of didn't want to leave unsaid i guess as we we're ending um really you just wanted to proclaim it to the world that's Chris. also true like shutting off rooftops i mean that that's gonna bug the neighbors obviously but this and is i mean a way that's a to... very small radius that's true i don't have I, it's not true I do, have, I do have a pretty loud voice but you do have a very <laughs> loud voice but i don't think your voice can get to australia no that's, that's a very good point <laughs> um so yeah that's that's cute that's fun <laughs> he says with the biggest <laughs> grin on his face i mean i'm pretty happy about it <laughs> i know you are you should be i am i know you <laughs> can't abide saying so on <laughs> microphone but or just in daily or life. that's true too yeah <laughs> uh, hey you chose this i i did <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but did, did you have any now that that's out i guess did you have any things that you wanted to say as someone who's dated me and seen the series with me yeah i mean chris is like Tai Chi, but without being as selfish or terrible or annoying. Like, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, have that like big romantic quality. Yeah. Um, even like last last episode when we were talking about Tai Chi bothering her in the kitchen by going up and kissing her, like mm-hmm. that's 100% what I would do. <laughs> yeah, you have you done that. I mean, okay. <laughs> I have made a few things. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, that is very much. And and I mean, that I think has actually been really interesting is seeing Tai Chi, like, Mm -hmm. from the perspective of someone who does engage in in, in relationships that way and is kind of overly romantic and and sincere. Um, I certainly was with you. Um, (laughs) I would say, like, like, I would say things that perhaps I should not have yeah. <laughs> or, probably said too much for most people Yeah, too much there, too quickly. But... Um, but, uh, luckily I don't scare easily. <laughs> That's true. It seemed to work. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fun. I don't think you're much of a Chicago. So <laughs> no, I mean, wait, you don't remember when I came out in my bathing suit with the banana I don't. Uh, did, um. was, did that happen? Oh, maybe you were just like staring at the computer screen, trying not to look. So. That's, right. That's what it was. Yeah. I was being a gentleman, <laughs> just like Taishi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, our relationship will hopefully continue in the future. Um, and so we'd like to keep podcasting together because it's something that um, I've not only really enjoyed, but like for me, it was kind of one of the things that brought us together like we were seeing each other more Mm -hmm. often we'd been friends for a long time before but like we were seeing each other every week or so every Mm -hmm. week when we actually did record and watch but um and just spending time together and doing something really cool and critical and fun and funny together and i think that helped 
Make our chemistry grow. <laughs> oh my God. It's a good thing this isn't a video because you don't want to see his face expressions I right do. now. <laughs> but yeah, and I think also even listening to the episodes, then you're just like, oh, gross. We do have too much chemistry. That's, that's true. Yeah. Having to edit it. <laughs> like, like as I started courting you. Uh, <laughs> And I was, as I was editing the show, like when I was being like the, does she like me back kind of thing? Mm -hmm. It was very much like, she must like, she. Wait, remind this part. Did it sound like there was something more in her tone? I mean, no, I didn't have to rewind it. It was obvious that there was something more in your tone. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun, but. Because of that, we, we definitely want to keep podcasting together, even though we won't be doing it on Terrace House. Um, and I really enjoyed doing it on Terrace House, but I also um, kind of want to go f- more into our shared, really, passions, which I think would be something that would be really fun. And Not those sort. No, 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 no. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Hopefully we still will not have the explicit tag on our podcast as we go through. Go through. But I also, frankly, like I, I told you this, that I kind of want like because because Terrace House um, opening new doors, I think is the new the new one, the the title of the new show. Um, I'd really like to watch it, but like I feel like watching it in preparation for the podcast made it so that it was harder for me to like the characters who annoyed me annoyed me so much more. You know, because then we had to talk about them after. Exactly, <laughs> and so like I was so focused on these like issues, especially when it got so dark during during Aloha State, that mm-hmm. like it made it less enjoyable. Where mm-hmm. like even like the d- most dramatic episodes of Boys and Girls in the City, to be fair, weren't as bad. But mm-hmm. also like it was just kind of exciting and fun to watch in a way. Like not not fun because I want like to seeing those people in pain or in conflict, but like it was just interesting and compelling, mm-hmm. and I felt like. Um, sometimes with Aloha State, it was a little, a little more stressful. Um, so, uh, that is one of the reasons we will not be continuing with, with Terrace House. Um, but with Terrace House Talks, but I think that really it is about going and exploring some of our other passions. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about a bit about what we're, what we're doing next? Sure. Let's um, do that. Yeah. So our next podcast, which will be called Geek Critique, uh, will be discussions between the two of us on just some of the nerdy things that we love and really kind of having deep thematic discussions about those things. And so the way that we're looking at it now, um, and obviously we'll, we'll, as we work at it, we'll, we might fine tune things and change things around, but we wanted to have each week, um, we have an actual randomized, uh, pair of a theme and a geeky property. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it could be friendship within Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or it could be um, betrayal within Star Wars, right? Selfishness within um, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, abuse within Avatar: The Last Airbender. You know, mm-hmm. so all these kind of things that we really love, and you and I love going through and 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 checking out the series, not the abuse. Yes, no, <laughs> yeah, no, the abuse is not the thing that we like, but no, the, these these series that we really like and bringing that same kind of critical in-depth analysis that we brought to Terrace House to those series but we thought because they're so big and because we'd like to revisit them um, 
instead of doing an episode by episode thing, we'd want to kind of look at them uh, thematically. So we'll configure some ways to um, create lists of themes and lists of the properties so that we can uh, we can mix them and um, and randomize them so that they put get put together and we'll have about a week or so to discuss them, um, which I think should be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I think it'll definitely be enjoyable for us and yes. we hope some of you out there like similar geeky nerdy series mm-hmm. um yeah i think those the main ones we'll probably look at but might branch out from there as well would be uh, lord of the rings harry potter star wars uh avatar last airbender mm-hmm. hunger games mm-hmm. maybe uh ender's game yeah. Um, right now we're going through Buffy and Angel. Maybe if we get through that far That's enough, true. It's we possible. could do that. Um, so yeah, there's definitely some other ones and, um, and as things come up, maybe we'll, we'd add more or less to it. And then with themes, yeah, we do really kind of want to explore a whole slew of them. Everything from these kind of just, uh, things of emotion and feeling and friendship and things like that to aspects of society. You know, we, mm-hmm. we would love to see things on race and gender and class and all sorts of other, other ways of, uh, and sexuality and then ableism, all these other kind of, um, ways of looking at things in ways that we are not necessarily experts, but I think that we have um, fairly informed opinions on. And I would feel challenged to really come in at with a um, a more prepared stance and ability to discuss in a, in a kind of responsible way, if that makes sense. Yeah, but not like entirely prepared. No, of course more not. More like these are a couple points. Mm-hmm. Like, from the story, whether it's from plot or character or um, dialogue, things like that, that can flush out just kind of like how we do with Terrace House, where different things happen, and sometimes we're analyzing what is the motivation behind Mm. this action, and sometimes it's just analyzing the interaction between two people, and sometimes it's, okay, well, are the producers doing something here? So, looking at it from, yeah different different aspects of of something and and i do want it to keep it within our experiences of those stories as well because Mm -hmm. um that i think is something that is unique to what we bring to the table and 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 also will hopefully bring ensure that while we have you know um we give the social discussions the weight they deserve we also bring levity and fun to the podcast because i think that that's something that we uh, we enjoy and we want to, to have and so uh, ensuring that we kind of are able to talk about our favorite aspects of those themes and those properties and why we love them and things like that I think will also be will be a lot of fun gush over characters like we gushed over Yusuke exactly precisely yeah. if you liked the way that we talk up Yusuke you'll probably enjoy enjoy the podcast um, but as a kind of way to transition um to that, we wanted to go through the entire cast of Terrace House Aloha State and sort them into their Hogwarts houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this earlier, about halfway through the, the series, but we kind of want to go back and revisit and, and, and go through everyone who was on the cast and also use this as a kind of way to go through our general impressions of each of the cast members. So mm-hmm. should be should be fun. So I'm going to be just going through the list as it appears on uh, Wikipedia, um, So that, uh, but it'll generally be the order that they arrived. Um, so the first person to arrive, to arrive was Lauren. Alive. To alive. 
she was not the first one to, person to arrive. Definitely she was pretty not. young. I think that would be Tai Chi. Yes, I think you're right. Uh, but Lauren arrived. Um, mm-hmm. And so she was on from episodes 1 through 17. She was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lauren was, I think, an interesting character to have. But mm-hmm. I also think that her kind of standoffishness made it so that she didn't engage as much as I would have liked, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was she was interesting because it seemed like she was pretty intensely introverted. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult for her to live in a house with so many people, um, which sometimes conflict came up mm-hmm. from her not communicating or not really participating as much. But um, she also had her very artistic side mm. and did seem to care about the other members, unlike some some members <laughs> <laughs> don't seem to care as much. Right. Um, but yeah, she was definitely a little more removed. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to always know what she was thinking or feeling. Yeah, agreed. Um, so what would you sort her as? No, Lauren's There's, a difficult one. She is, yeah. We're starting off pretty hard. To me, I see elements of Hufflepuff because she's. I think she's a hard worker. Like she works hard at her mm-hmm. art, and she's like patient. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see loyalty. Loyalty, I don't really see. Um, particularly in the the dust up that happened with her and Yusuke, like mm-hmm. I don't see her as acting loyally in that. I think it was much more kind of self serving, and and mm-hmm. self uh, focused. So. Well, that other time where that big thing happened, where she wasn't going to come to right. the the um, Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Although I guess you could argue that she was being loyal to her family there, but... Well, sure, but she'd already told them the date would work, so it was kind of... Um, But I wouldn't put her as a Gryffindor either. I certainly wouldn't put her as a Gryffindor. So I kind of wonder if she might be a Slytherin. I could see some Slytherin in her, Because she has ambition. She certainly, She wants to... You know, she's out there, she's getting into art galleries, and she's doing commercials and everything, so... I think I would go Slytherin too. I think that mm-hmm. her secondary one would be Hufflepuff, but I think Slytherin is is probably her her primary. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, the next to arrive was Yuya. Yuya. Oh, Yuya. Who is on for 22 episodes. Um mm. and also 18 years old and he uh Yuya his high point was starting to date Evian. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it made me like him more. <laughs> much more. Much more, yeah. And that they were better together than, like, him interacting with her versus him interacting with Eric, I think, showed a severe difference. In... Agreed. And, and yeah, I think that he, um, as you mentioned, like, him as a boyfriend was actually, made me like him a lot more than him when he was on his own. Like, once mm-hmm. once he got over his, like, kind of the way that he was wishy-washy and he didn't know what to um, commit to, you know, and whether he, you know, could commit to Evian. And sometimes he kind of was distant because of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that would, was always kind of a little eye-rolly. But well, I think once they're together, it was definitely much broiness more. Yeah, especially like that when he was with Eric. trying to be macho and then put Yusuke down and, mm. you know, things like that. Um yeah, so he definitely got better as the show went on. Yeah, I agree. Um, so how would you sort him? 
kind of wants to put him in Hufflepuff. Hmm. But I don't know. I, get, I don't know if, how hardworking he is. Yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of Taishi's thing against him, mm-hmm. was that he wasn't working hard enough. But he does seem loyal. Mm-hmm. Um... But likewise, I don't th- see him as ambitious, so I wouldn't put him as a Slytherin. Um, I don't see him as particularly critical, so I wouldn't put him as a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, would you say that he's brave? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, clearly when we don't know exactly what it is, then they get dumped into Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, right. The miscellaneous house. Um, but I actually think I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more Gryffindor for him. Yeah? Because I think that there's some bravery to, you know, he was, he was unsure and scared about being with Evian, mm-hmm. but he did decide to do it. And I think that, that can take some bravery to do something that you don't know if it's going to work out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that... In general, the way that he he engaged with her and even with uh, Naomi at the beginning was kind of quote unquote chivalrous, you know, where mm-hmm. it, it was getting a blanket and exactly that sort of thing. So I'm going to go. I'm going to say Gryffindor. OK. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I maybe he's a Griffin puff. A Griffin puff. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about. Avion, who came in next, uh, also there for twenty-two episodes. They left together. She was twenty-six, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, what did you? She was delightful. She, she was delightful. I loved Evian very, yeah. very much. Um, she was definitely my favorite female housemate. Certainly of the beginning, um, mm-hmm. and one that we were able to see a lot of, which I'm sure we'll get talked about later. But um, yeah, I think that she was she was wonderful. Um, she was pretty ambitious. Yeah, she you know, starting is her ambitious. Own li- her, her own line. She didn't shy away from conflict either. She did not. You know, I'd be comfortable just putting her as a Slytherin. Yeah, but part of what I'm wondering about, she definitely has the ambition, but there's something about her that seems Ravenclaw-esque. Hmm. I don't know if it's just that she obviously has to put in a lot of work and effort to make her designs mm-hmm. and to have the openings and everything and it seems like she's interested in it all and she wants to not only do this but have like a cafe or a restaurant mm. in the future too so i don't know but maybe she's slytherin yeah i could see a bit of a bit of ravenclaw there that kind of um curiosity oh there's our <laughs> guest podcaster today our 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 cat luna came in (laughs) but yeah i think that she would uh she's got some ravenclaw on her but i i think of her ambition as kind of more that that focus for her yeah i could say um what about eric who came in next eric 27 year old carpenter he's there for 12 episodes um, and then just (laughs) kept coming back yeah the housemate that wouldn't leave. Yeah, very much. Yeah, Eric was not great. I think that he had a couple moments that he, like, kind of shone. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
in general, he was not someone who we enjoyed seeing on, on screen. And he, especially the way that he, like, treated Yusuke was... Yeah. And, and the way that he brought out the bad in Yuya was, was really frustrating. Yeah, for sure. I don't need, I don't know what what he is. I think it's a Gryffindor. Yeah? I think that he has a very, like, strong sense of what he thinks is right you know and Mm -hmm. um i would say i don't know about the loyalty aspect but i would say he seems to be hard working and patient yeah considering how long it took Mm -hmm. to do the the pop-up shop shop. yeah um (laughs) but yeah i would say gryffindor hufflepuff for him okay okay another gryffindor yeah yeah uh naomi who was only there for 10 episodes. She's 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went back to Japan mm-hmm. uh, because Yuya wasn't interested. And yeah. she, her ex-boyfriend's name was Yuya as exactly. well. Exactly. She so she sounds weird. like a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I could see right? that for that sure. Loyalty. That too much lo- loyalty to the name instead of yeah. the person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that, that makes sense to me. I didn't necessarily see the hardworking aspect for her. Um but yeah, I can't see anything else that she fits into much more though. Mm-hmm. And then finally was Yusuke, Eden Kai himself, who's also only there for ten episodes, but the musician student, high school student still when he was in on the cast, mm-hmm. um, our favorite, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best. Just like we met him, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say he's a Ravenclaw. The way that he studies music, I feel, is very mm-hmm. Ravenclaw. Um, yeah, but I mean, also you could put that as um, hardworking. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, and I feel like he is hardworking for sure. But mm-hmm. I think like he has that Ravenclawish more on different types of styles or ways to play or things like that. Exactly. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily fueled by a desire to do like work hard and but mm-hmm. it's more fueled by desire to learn more and to do better mm-hmm. and and he taught himself for those reasons you know and, and learn yeah. different instruments and and so like for that one i would i would definitely argue ravenclaw like yeah. straight flat out and we do really like ravenclaws so oh totally yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so that was our original six who mm-hmm. came in and uh and were there for the first 10 episodes all together um, and then at uh, the tenth episode, Anna came in oh. uh, when Naomi left. Anna, another one of our not so favorites. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what did she do as a job again? I have no idea. I don't remember very many details. About <laughs> she might have just been a part timer or something like that. But, I think so. Uh, or what they what they classify as part timers. But um, she she'd been in Hawaii for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it didn't really might go into any of her career aspects. Yeah. Um, I think she would be a Slytherin or a Gryffindor. I don't see Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. I don't either. Um... I don't see her as very ambitious, though, so I might think Gryffindor. I don't see her as super ambitious, but she did seem kind of cunning and, like, she was trying to 
manipulate situations mm. and make things like she was trying to get something out of a situation Mm. um so i don't know to me i think slytherin speaks a little more to me okay okay i can buy it um that same episode as yusuke left we got taishi who was there for the longest Mm -hmm. uh he was there for 27 episodes Anna was only there for 16 episodes but taishi was there for 27 episodes over half yeah from there till the end of the show yeah um and uh taishi the actor Mm -hmm. and he uh he's 29 till the very end when he turned 30 and Mm -hmm. got his love worth dying for yep the fact that that happened is still really funny to is, me. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> I mean, he did try with almost everyone who came through. Yeah. <laughs> Just not Mila, basically. <laughs> it's true, but it's not like there were that many women. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah, it, I mean, and he had 27 episodes to, to try for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think him and Chicago were, were a fun kind of uh pairing though i think that actually was actually enjoyable to watch um much more so than his earlier yeah tries yeah for sure and okay so he he's difficult because he definitely has the ambition Mm -hmm. so he has that slytherin element but i think he also has the loyalty and the um the hard working nature for sure Hmm. with his sword fighting and with like his plans of like everything that he would write down and mm-hmm. his goals and like how to get there and whatnot. I don't think he's particularly patient. Right. So. Well, what about chivalry? Like these yeah. ideas of like taking his his dates out and showing them an amazing time and That's and true. these ideas of true love and things like that. I think that a lot of that harkens back to ideas of chivalry for me. And he does have some bravery where he he was the only one strongly confronting sherry that's really true actually mm-hmm. i didn't even think about that but when you bring that up that actually makes me think that he is a gryffindor mm-hmm. um because yeah he was the one standing up and saying this is wrong you know and i think that's yeah. something that that a gryffindor would do i wouldn't say because I, I do see the ambition but i wouldn't say he's cunning for slytherin mm-hmm. because i think he's too sincere for that you know it's true um so i th- i would vote gryffindor for him okay could see that i could see that um he does seem like he would make the mistakes that commonly happen in gryffindor house (laughs) (laughs) yep very much so (laughs) uh after eric left guy came in yay guy the surfer he was 19 or he was there for 19 episodes um Mm -hmm. and uh so he's there for a good good long while himself Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved Guy. He, when he came yeah. in, I wasn't quite sure on him, mm-hmm. but he, as soon as he, he started being was as a light, <laughs> yeah, as as absurd and ridiculous and fun as he was, like I definitely uh, became a big a big fan of his. He still wasn't always perfect. He still said and mm-hmm. did some things that I wasn't huge fans of, a huge yeah. fan of. But like I think in general, he he was uh, he's pretty great. And I think that him getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And, like, recovering from that was actually a really fascinating thing to watch mm-hmm. um, as we saw it. Um, and I think he showed a lot of maturity on things that mm-hmm. cast members that were way older than him mm-hmm. didn't have. Um, which was really cool to see, too, because you think of him oftentimes as this quirky, fun-loving 
person that you don't really take that seriously, mm-hmm. but he definitely had a serious side and he thought things through. Um, and he was intentional. So yeah, yeah, I really appreciated him. He he really, I think, pretty much made the the show for me. Um, through times that it would have been harder to get through, uh, he always added that element of fun and joy in an episode. Absolutely, yeah, I, I completely agree. The way that he watered the the succulents. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, so cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny because his since he's also very sincere, but like mm-hmm. his sincerity and Taishi's sincerity, I felt also had very different styles. Yeah, because, completely different. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I really enjoy Guy. Um, I see for him both Hufflepuff because mm-hmm. of the hard work um, mm-hmm. and and the loyalty. You know, mm-hmm. I think that like the way that he he ended things with Niki was mm-hmm. actually showing a, a kind of loyalty. You know, it was saying I do, I want us to not leave here on bad terms, and I don't want to treat you in ways where I am making you think that I feel things that i don't you know mm-hmm. like i thought again it was treating like you said treating her with maturity but i could see that as a, as a kind of loyalty mm-hmm. um, apparently he showed a lot of patience when making that fort that's true on the beach that's very true yeah geeky less patient yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i think that that's but obviously there's Gryffindor in him. He's very brave. Right. I think like him getting like that's the thing, his journey of getting back out there on the board was mm-hmm. total bravery. Like yeah. him he's talking about how I scared he that. was. Yeah. Like and, and how he could have died and, and mm-hmm. you saw him really mm-hmm. affected and uh Yeah. Yeah, so I, I could see either of those. Mm-hmm. And even though he is a pro surfer, I wouldn't put ambition for him because even though he could have gotten a lot more notoriety if he was in the Olympic team, mm-hmm. he was just like, I don't know if I'm going to do that because it might change my style and how I enjoy this, which is Absolutely. the opposite of being just ambitious. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I can even see that a bit more for Gryffindors. I kind of see Gryffindors mm-hmm. very much as, as having... Um, I think he's a Gryffindor. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think that would be his primary. Okay. Yeah. Well, our next housemate was Niki, um, who came in after uh, Lauren left. Um, and Niki was a student who only stayed for a little bit, just uh, nine episodes, mm-hmm. two months or so, um, and went on dates with Taishi and then made out a bit with Guy. <laughs> uh Niki was Niki was really interesting. She brought a she brought an interesting energy into the house. She did, and I thought that her um, her relationship with guys seemed really honest and like sincere, compared, especially because all the other relationships we were seeing were mostly Taishi and people, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously Yuya and Evian too. But like Taishi going on dates with people, including her, like just did not feel like mature and respectful and engaged, and so her and guy i thought was much more of that so um. definitely she she was definitely interesting and she brought a new feel to the house i Mm -hmm. think but we didn't actually get to know that much about her as Mm -hmm. a person what motivated her what was she most interested in it's true um how does she deal with conflict? You know, all of these things because she was there for such a short time. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get to find out as much about. Um, but I enjoyed her. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder if if that because because when she was talking about why she was coming on and coming on for a little bit, like it was very much like to try new experiences and to to travel more and to meet new people and things like that. And so, um, I wonder if that could be an element of Ravenclaw type curiosity. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of trying to broaden her own horizons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, she's I she's think... a hard one because we don't know much about her. Exactly. And I think, I think that's the thing. We, uh, we don't know very much about her. So how about Ravenclaw? <laughs> Maybe she's a muggle. <laughs> she's a muggle. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, after Niki, no, I'm sorry. After Evian left, mm-hmm. the next person to come into the house was Sherry. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Sherry, the real estate developer, mm-hmm. who was the also most Slytherin, Slytherin yeah, of them all. Very, very, very Slytherin. Um, <laughs> she was also a beauty pageant winner and um, all sorts of stuff. And yeah, just extreme. And, uh, like she yeah. has the ambition mm-hmm. for sure. You know, uh, yeah. the whole networking to try to meet people to work yeah. with in her business and and the weird I aspects of that networking that came along with it yeah um, uh and then yeah her kind of cunningness you know of skirting around confrontation and and always playing the victim and getting people to have to respond to things on her terms you know mm-hmm. like taishi calls her out and she ch- changes the conversation to he shouldn't have talked to me like that or he yeah. should have yelled at me um i think that definitely, definitely. shows some cunning mm-hmm. um, yeah for sure. Yeah, that's an easy one. Slytherin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Wes came at the same time when Yudi left. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, both of them were there for 15 episodes both from of there till the end. Both favorite came at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wes. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't see a ton of ambition in him because he was just so, like... He was so laid cool back Cool and laid back that, yeah, it was, it was not, like that kind of propelling him forward kind of way. I definitely don't see loyalty. Um, the no. way that he didn't, he didn't actually back up anyone in the big confrontation, the way mm-hmm. he treated Anna, you mm-hmm. know, as she was leaving. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't, I don't think a Ravenclaw would make a rap about Instagram. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, so he defaults Gryffindor? to Gryffindor. Um, he's, I wouldn't call him chivalrous. Yeah, but I, again, I think chivalry kind of can take the form of, like, that person's code of chivalry, you know? Like, and yeah. maybe his code of chivalry is just worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe he defaults to Gryffindor just because he, he's not anything else well enough. Maybe he's a squib. Enough. There you go. Um... After Niki left, uh, Mila came in. Mm-hmm. Um, Mila, who was only there for six episodes. She was there very, very yeah. briefly. And while she was there, we didn't get to see very much of her because... It was all focused on Taishi and Chicago and Guy she, and Niki. Yeah, romance. The worst. I know. Um, although, but her friendship with Guy, I thought, was really, really cool. Yeah, that um, was cool. It was really great to see. And kind of what you were saying about Niki, I think, really applies to her best because she came here in pursuit of like learning more about like fabrics and materials and trying something new and 
I totally so agree. I think she's a and Raven I, Claw. She was trying to fr- try more in photography and fashion mm-hmm. and design, like all these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, I totally think that she's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, she only stayed for a few episodes, and then um, after. Uh, I'm sorry. She came when Anna left, and then Nikki, or uh, or I guess Anna and Nikki left around the same time. So, yeah, um, cause Mariko, I'm sorry, uh, Chica, Chicago came at the same time she did, mm-hmm. or she came the next episode. Um, Chicago who was there for the last 11 episodes. Um, and she worked in the massage industry, mm-hmm. uh, salons. Spa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Can you imagine if you had convinced me to date you in 11 weeks? <laughs> I mean it took like seven um it took like two years oh that's true yeah oh I see what you're saying <laughs> in that way yeah yeah I mean it took like a year and a half um but there's a big break in the middle yeah either way <laughs> um so Chicago, um, I think she's got some loyalty. The way that she still engaged with her ex to me spoke a lot about loyalty. You know, mm, um, mm-hmm. feeling like she was actually burdened by that loyalty that she couldn't move on because she thought that he still had feelings and she yeah. couldn't stop thinking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems like a hard worker. She wants to, you know, start her own salon and go back to school and do things like that. So I, I could argue Hufflepuff for her. I can see bravery in her, too, though, because Mm. the way in which, I mean, she is Japanese, Mm -hmm. yet she decided to live Mm. in Hawaii. She wants to go to L.A., someplace that she hasn't been and, like, potentially live there. Um, And really how she confronted her ex Mm. um, in a way that was straightforward and saying things that she knew she didn't want to hurt him Mm -hmm. but she knew probably would but needed to be said um and yeah she didn't back down when she was talking with sherry and yeah i i see that in her too yeah that makes a lot of sense so yeah i could see yours either Mm -hmm. uh i think that yeah, she's got some bravery to her for sure. Um, okay. I mean, also she's dating Tai Chi. That that's some bravery. That must take some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last couple people who came right at the end when Guy and, and Mila left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Mariko, who worked at a bank. I guess yeah. both of them were only there for seven episodes. So mm-hmm. uh, Mariko, we really didn't see a lot out of. Mm-mm. Really, all we saw was the confrontation about wes and her and sherry mm-hmm. um and yeah um yeah i would say maybe loyalty because she wanted to maintain the friendship mm-hmm. even when i would have completely walked away yeah absolutely you are a terrible friend to me i'm not gonna be treated this way but she'll take it 
and even apologize for things that she shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the way that, in the way that she took the blame, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that as being part of part of loyalty. Um, we don't know much about her her work life, so I don't know if she's a hard worker, or if she's ambitious, mm-hmm. or if she's intellectually driven, you know, or, or curious. Mm-hmm. So, um, from what we've seen, I think that that Hufflepuff makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then we have Rio. Yeah, our final person um, who worked at a surf shop. Mm-hmm. Um, also only there for the seven the seven episodes towards the end. Really, I really liked him for the most part. He for the a, most part. He, he had, had a couple, couple sexist mm-hmm. things come out. But in general, I, I did like him and appreciate him and how thoughtful and considerate he was to others and how he tried to... to listen and bridge gaps um mm-hmm. yeah yeah he seemed really nice yeah i i agree i could see a little hufflepuff in him too mm-hmm. because we, i do think that he didn't shy away from engaging in conversations you know like kind of he shows the best idea of loyalty where it's loyal to challenge the people around you when they need to be challenged mm-hmm. but he also like um like when he talked to chicago he didn't I don't think he he broke her confidence when he discussed what happened mm-hmm. with, to Taishi, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He gave advice based off of it, but he didn't really just say what she was saying, you know. Yeah. And I, I can see some, yeah, some some of the more beneficial aspects of loyalty there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So another Hufflepuff. We had a lot of Hufflepuffs. Well, I think, I think we probably have a close tie between Hufflepuff and Slytherin. Yeah, and then Gryffindor, and then only a couple of Ravenclaws. Yeah, just like two. Yeah. Two, maybe three-ish. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be, uh, that's an interesting kind of thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. but that's that's a lot of fun. It's interesting because we, we do mostly just see their, like, I feel like it would have been a lot easier to sort Boys and Girls Next Door, because, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, Boys and Girls in the City, because there was so much more focus on people's work life you know yeah uh and and here a lot of that kind of did go by the wayside and this this season did focus so much more on the relationships mm-hmm. um well and the season was longer and you got true. to see a lot of the people for longer periods of time mm-hmm. rather than a few just being super like there for a super short amount of time true and then um yeah, I feel like Boys and Girls in the City also didn't so heavily focus around relationships. Mm-hmm. And so that made, yeah, a significant difference for cast members that you just didn't really see anything of for multiple episodes at a time because they were only focusing on one or two romances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, well, that's our... Our, our sorting chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I know that you had mentioned that we could put together our ideal... Yeah, that, I think uh, that could be fun. Terrace House house. Yeah, so our, our ideal six members. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have to be three women, three men? What do you think? I mean, it makes more sense that way. It makes more sense but... considering, I, especially that I think mm-hmm. the cast members, as far as we know, are all straight. Straight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the case in general. Um, yeah. But uh, 
I actually I saw something I think on Instagram that showed that Naomi may have a girlfriend or people questioning whether she's a girlfriend mm-hmm. so um, yeah I don't know um, and then of course there's the Valentine's Day kiss between Naomi and Lauren yeah uh, uh, on Instagram so yeah so I mean who knows if they were all mm-hmm. straight but um, uh I think that that kind of does make sense just in the way that the show's structured to kind of go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the boys, I assume, is going to be Yusuke. Yes. Yeah. That's an, a pretty easy one to do. Um, we need our free concerts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And just delight to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Guy. Yeah. I think Guy was definitely would be the second one. Now, the third one for me is difficult. Okay. Because... Well, let's 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 start with the easy ones then. So oh, let's go okay. to let's go to women. Okay, Evian. Evian. Uh, Mila. Mila. So that, yeah, okay. I'd like to see a lot more of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a third one, and so this last one I think is going to be a, a final boy and a final girl. Mm-hmm. Because um, if we have Evian, mm-hmm. I think Yuya mm-hmm. having Evian and Yuya together is great. You know, they're onto the you know, the whole time. Yeah. And I think that was really wonderful. Um, so I could see that. Um, mm-hmm. I also do think that Taishi and Chikako, though, were really, yeah. really interesting to have. Yeah. And so, but that would take the final two slots. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's a little... Because, see, that's the thing. I think Taishi, as much as... I went very much back and forth mm-hmm. <laughs> between whether I was for him or against <laughs> him. He made things so interesting. Yeah. Like, he kept adding different elements. And after a while, I was like, oh, you're just all about this romance <laughs> thing. But then when he stood up to Sherry, mm-hmm. that that was a, more of a turning point for me that he... Yeah, he wasn't going to take this, and he was going to express what needed to be said, Mm -hmm. um, even if no one else was saying anything. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, he definitely, and I mean, just jokes about the guilty samurai is... Always fun, yeah. Yeah, so... So, yeah, I think this is what I'll say. Yeah. For me, if I was living with them, Mm -hmm. I'd choose... Uh, I choose Yuya, and then maybe uh, a third girl would be. Um... Hmm, who would it be? Could be Niki. I like Niki and Niki yeah. and Guy are cute. I would say either Niki or. Well, Naomi had some tension. <laughs> I I wasn't a huge fan of Naomi. Yeah, she was fine. I I, for me, um, it would be between Nikki, Mariko, and Lauren, and I probably wouldn't do wouldn't like to live with Lauren. Mm-mm. So yeah, Nikki. Let's Nikki. go with Nikki. Um, but if I so that's if I was living with them, mm-hmm. if I was watching, mm-hmm. I think that I'd choose Taishi and over, Chicago. Yeah, Taishi and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means Evian would be there without Yuya, but but then that's maybe okay. we could also see. You know, her... Evian and Mila get together. <laughs> that, that works. I was going to say her dealing with the long-distance relationship that we know uh, was happening at the end of the show, well, but... And he could come in for some episodes. Right, exactly. You know? um, but also, Evian and Mila together sounds 
delightful. Yeah. Sorry, um, you. <laughs> so yeah, I think that that that's a good house. I think both to to watch like our all star cast of <laughs> of Terrace House of Loha State. Um, so I guess looking at the the series as a whole, uh, what was your favorite thing about the series and what do you think was the most frustrating thing about the series i don't i didn't know this question was gonna be asked gotta throw those curveballs <laughs> i mean i don't we don't really prepare for this at that's all that's true um, but why don't you answer first because i asked you first no it's because <laughs> you want more time to think too um okay well i can definitely say my least favorite thing okay what's that so my least favorite thing would be just the what we talked about what we had to talk about several times because it kept coming up what which is the sexualization mm-hmm. of um, the different uh, female castmates mm-hmm. um, yeah and just the this shameless objectification mm-hmm. um, yeah that was. That was different from Boys and Girls Next Door, and I didn't appreciate it, and it was frustrating. So yeah, yeah I I definitely see that. I was thinking that myself, um, and I think that even on the the cast member side, the conversations between the men were mm-hmm. so much more objectifying, so much more focused on oh you need to get laid, oh you need to do this mm-hmm. or that, you know, and um, I didn't see it as sometimes as much about just getting to know these people and building those relationships um so yeah i I can definitely see that's definitely one of the one of the high highlights of the frustrations um i would say one of the others would just be that not all of the cast members seemed like they wanted to be there to invest in the house and in each other i was going to put that i was Mm -hmm. going to say that that sherry in particular like seemed so uh selfishly motivated Mm -hmm. that it it definitely like that is i think in part what led to the huge confrontation you know and Mm -hmm. all the issues that were going on and but also was like he didn't even show up for the goodbye you know and that's just yeah it didn't seem like he was very invested and around and then obviously Mila left for one reason or another, mm. um, and Nikki was there for so short an amount of time. Not that I mean, I think if she was able to be there longer, she definitely like she wanted to invest. Yeah. But it would just you she couldn't to go back to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I think that that's that's a good point. Um, and then of course, uh, and like this goes along kind of with that objectification, sexualization idea, but. Just the way that, like, Sherry was, like, discussed, you know, mm-hmm. her her going out and networking and possibly, you know, being sexual or what have you with people for business. And that mm-hmm. scene is just kind of normal and mm-hmm. comment and the comments that they made on that and then of course using the expletive that they used mm-hmm. even within a a title mm-hmm. um was mm-hmm. was very frustrating yeah there's yeah. that there, that like good five or six episodes right there in that last like the beginning of the last third of this the show that was just mm-hmm. like really really rough 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then, what are your favorites? Let's, let's end on, on this high note. Exactly. <clears throat> and you can't just say being able to podcast about it with me. I think one of my favorite things was the moments of like care that you saw between Mm. cast members so like when Evian was helping Naomi practice saying something in English and was there while she called on the phone to try to get an interview and yeah that was really great mm -hmm. that was a really nice moment yeah and when um when Guy obviously when it's in his accident Mm. and how much they all cared and were worried about him and when when uh Yusuke was would kind of confide in Yuya and they would talk about like the date and he would look at you know the the outfits with him or to kind of debrief after that it didn't go that well mm. and and things like that i think those were really sweet moments mm. and and made things yeah they made they made it a lot better um and richer of a show um and then i think the other thing is just really getting to see some very distinct personalities Mm. and they didn't always mesh but the ones that we really liked um (laughs) were just really fun and delightful um and i think there was kind of a like an endearing quality to several of them Mm. that um I didn't feel as much with a lot of the boys and girls in the city's um, castmates. So besides Hansan, because he was the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. That's a good one. I think one of my favorite things is the uh, the way that it was less about kind of seeing Japanese culture and more seeing kind of the boundaries of Japanese culture in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. because we had so many half or some even non-Japanese housemates, mm-hmm. um, I think that that those kind of cultural boundaries were much more fluid than it was in Boys and Girls in the City, mm-hmm. um, which definitely had some frustrations that came with it. I think that's one of the things that helped lend itself to being more um like an american reality tv show than than the previous season was but um i also thought that it was it kind of brought some interesting dynamics to the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh i'd say the other one is just being able to see the growth of the people of some of the the cast members you know Mm -hmm. i think that yusuke actually went through a really interesting like growth even in his 10 episodes you know and then of course guys accident and coming back from that mm-hmm. and and everything with Nikki I think was like we saw a real like issue that happened in his life and a real event that that was very affecting and uh and saw him work through it and that not being immediate and I think that was that was something that was really 
really amazing to watch and really compelling. Mm-hmm. And Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from her divorce. Very true, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think that that is going to be where we wrap it up on those those high notes. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this podcast with me. Sure. Thanks for asking. My pleasure. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for our next podcast adventure. Definitely. Um, and uh, I think that it will be hopefully even better, bigger and better than... what we have here um but of course we also want to thank all of our listeners uh it it's really really amazing we have over ten thousand downloads total over the 37 38 episodes that we've got and it's uh it's just really touching um and really amazing yeah and on that note we wanted to thank hearth rose um he congratulated us on i guess being the first podcast to make it through the an entire season yeah, the, the whole season and uh that was a really nice thing to see on, on a twitter feed and on reddit and uh so thanks very much to you for for the, your kind words there and for sticking with us through the 36 episodes um mm-hmm. it's it's really been a pleasure and really fun and and um and just yeah i'm 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 touched that our, our first foray into the podcasting world was so well received and that we were able to find this this great community of people who also love Tara's house and are able to, to engage with us in that way. Um, and hopefully you'll all stick around as we go into Geek Critique. Um, so we'll be changing our name. Yeah, so we, we're still going to – I'm still working out exactly how the, the RSS feed will work, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that we'll stay on this one. Even if we don't, I will have at least the first episode of the new podcast available on this uh, RSS feed. So if you're interested, just stay subscribed, and you'll you'll see it hopefully in the next couple of weeks, our first episode. Um, and we will – and you'll be able to kind of see – how we go in there and and if you're interested in in listening and uh and if you have any thoughts of course we're we're still willing to listen um our facebook and twitter will probably stay up but i don't think they'll be updated very often um and (laughs) until the next time we meet a terrace house castmate (laughs) exactly there we go um and hey we live in la so it's quite quite possible it is possible (laughs) uh yeah so so any last words before we do our final closing for terrace house talks I don't think so. Hmm. It was it was a great run. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It really was. Well, thank you very much for listening to this and every episode of Terrace House Talks. Uh, we really appreciate all the listeners out there. Um, we're always willing to, to get new ones, so those rates, ratings and reviews still help if you uh, have reached the end and would like to, to give us one of those. Um, if you but... know, if you have a nerdy friend or... 17 you know you can just send them our way yeah and if you send us any messages or anything like that it'll get to us and we'd happily respond uh via social media at terrace house talks or uh via terrace house talks at gmail.com um even if we don't read it on the air but yeah we uh this really meant a lot to us and so we're we're happily gonna remain engaged um to those fans who who might want to engage with us yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening and being a part of our budding relationship <laughs> exactly <laughs> so gross i can't even i can't <laughs> no it's adorable you love it oh. <laughs> 
Um, thank you very, very, very much. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Jana. Oh, yeah.